welcome to Coffee Podcast. I'm Ali. And I'm Emma. And each episode, we pick a short Australian story to listen to while we have our morning coffee. And we really need it. Yeah, it is so cold right now. It is cold, raining, miserable. Like, like it's 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 snowing. It's snowed in Queensland apparently. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't managed to stop drinking coffee at the moment because it's the only thing that keeps me warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, no, I'm there. I feel you. I've actually started embarrassingly ordering decaf so that I can keep having coffee during the day because it fills my heart with gladness. That's important. But funnily enough, the weather actually matches our story. It does, because this is a solemn, cold story. And it is Time of Death by Deborah Van Hicken. And this one's my choice, and it'll be read by Alini Schumacher. And it's part of the anthology Time. So have a listen. We travelled through the cold valley to mark her death. Entered from the northern day to where a soul had passed away, into a wintry land, damp and English green at the solstice of the Antipodes. We passed a ghostly chorus line that twirled and turned across the way. Along the dark horizon, white birds with rhythmic wings, beating out of time, forever out of time. We left behind the sleeping stone amongst fruit trees standing dormant, without leaves, in a pattern of torment, without movement, stilled, chilled at her time of death. So that was quite a powerful story. What made you pick it? I really found the um, the symbolism in this one was just beautiful. Mm. Um, they really managed to draw together a lot of different images very easily. And despite the fact that you're kind of moving through it very quickly, mm. it still felt very solemn, very quiet mm. and um, very sort of rhythmic. And... Um, one one I really wanted to point out was was that rhyme that towards the end mm. because I found it really interesting that considering like rhyming is often sort of associated with being like rhythmic and like that but it creates a really jarring note mm. instead I found for mm-hmm. me that and and particularly on that word torment like mm. you can't ignore that um, well there's a slight tweak to the rhyme dormant torment there's yeah. just something about it i think like maybe the t sound or the connotations just shifts the tone slightly yeah it is definitely using like a rhyme with really harsh harsh consonants mm. so you know it doesn't f- flow as smoothly as the rest of it and it creates mm. this really kind of jarring interesting note mm. which perfectly um, reflects what it's trying to yeah. say sort of on onomatopoeic in a way yeah um, so I think that's sort of what drew me to it was that, yeah, the, the beautiful imagery and, um, I always find it interesting, like this kind of symbols you see in nature when you're going about sort of things like that. Um, 
I've always found like visiting cemeteries, it never seems like the weather's quite right. Mm. You know, it's always it's always too sunny or too windy and, and the weather never seems respectful enough. Mm. <laughs> never seems to agree with you. For what you're trying to do. And it's like, why isn't it just like a perfectly still, like slightly overcast day? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because it feels like it should be. Mm. But instead it's it's always, yeah ever so slightly too different or too wrong (laughs) yeah well what i also i agree with you i found this very beautiful especially in how the images that you're describing all came together in this perfectly almost metaphorical landscape of grief yeah all of these images like the winter and the tree like the clearly winter tree like there's no leaves there's the fruit is with held Mm. and it just perfectly encapsulated all of the imagery that we have around death and grieving and letting go and it was like walking through the valley of death you know yeah everything was just coming together to perfectly reflect that ritual of visiting someone you've lost or letting go or death it all was there in a really beautiful way and it didn't come off cliched or tried it was just beautiful yeah, and I, it made me think of like, I think even, you know, and I, and I mean very outside sort of the established ceremony of like the funeral and the wake and everything like that. But I think, at least in my experience, yeah, like when I visited cemeteries or anything like that, you do kind of create your own, I think, ceremonies and rituals mm. for doing it, that there becomes this right way to do it and... And that the story really made me think of that of the, you know, going and seeing the trees and and laying the stone and and we kind of show our respect for certain things in our lives by creating these rituals around mm. them that, while they aren't necessary, become a, a symbol in and of themselves of a way of remembrance or creating stillness. Mm. And there was such a strong sense of stillness throughout Mm. the piece. And as you're saying, the rhythm of the words, you could tell they were quite deliberately chosen to slow the reading down, Mm. which did create that atmosphere of stillness and ritual and a slow kind of procession during the piece. Yeah. I also loved the really subtle references to Australia trying to think i do feel like i noticed some but yeah, I there were the the ghostly chorus reminded mm. me of like ghost comes ghost oh yeah, yeah ghost comes yeah and then there was the reference to the white birds with their wings beating which made me think of cockatoos and it created this very australian sacred atmosphere for me it, it definitely did bring to mind for me it was I suppose that's also what I kind of meant earlier as well by that sort of the weather never quite seeming right it's for some reason the story did invoke in me a very Australian landscape Mm. but at one point they do she does say like an English the English green English um, green I think that's the line and I think for me again it kind of triggered that that I was like you know that occasional sort of longing to go like I I wish I could like 
like in the books or in the movies and, and you you grieve by wandering out onto the moors <laughs> and and that sort of longing to be able to show your grief in in this very exaggerated and and huge way like you or see mythical. in movies or yeah like mm. you know like a very romantic way mm. i suppose as yep. well and but being like limited by the australian landscape and and having to like create your own ceremony mm. that doesn't involve moors <laughs> <laughs> english gardens yeah <laughs> <laughs> and perfectly executed in in this story i think mm. you do have that sense of the australian romantic here yeah mm. you know it, it makes me think of um one one side of my family is very english and i've always seen them as very english and we went to to visit some of my sort of great grandparents where they were buried and it was out in in woodstock near like outside of orange in like the middle of a paddock mm. surrounded by gum trees and I'd never seen any like any cemetery look more Australian <laughs> like it was just it was so Australian and it sort of it made me think of that like just the sort of these English roots but like they they'd been in Australia for years and years mm. and years so they can't have their perfect English Springfield. <laughs> mm. And I think quite appropriate for Australia as well. Like I know so many graves of farmers that are mm. just out in their yeah. paddock, taken out to the paddock. <laughs> it is that quintessential Australian mm. sort of homegrown cemetery <laughs> out the back. Well, yeah. But no, I'm glad you liked it. I did. I loved it. Oh, I did want to comment on the bird's wings beating out of time, forever out of time. I loved that line. Gosh, that line really got me. You know, it was such a, it's like when you do lose someone, it's like the world fractures and things seem out of time. And I've ne I'd never heard it like that. And it's the perfect description yeah no I, I that line did really stick with me because it was also like it seemed like a beautiful metaphor for grief that you know also just because like it could be something it made me imagine sort of like years and years later this person walking down the street and hearing that bird go by mm. like and mm. having that moment of, of memory that it's it doesn't have to be that sort of constant grieving and constant weight or mm. burden but that it is something permanent regardless yeah it's just um, a thread throughout your existence from then on like the birds yeah. overhead just that slight out of time yeah feeling yeah beautiful amazing good good pick well yeah and i'd like to hear if um if any of you have any opinions on what you thought about it, love to hear it. So you can leave a comment on our Facebook page. That was Time of Death by Deborah Van Heeken. Which you can find in the Spineless Wonders Time Anthology 
on their website, shortaustralianstories.com.au. And we are sponsored, supported mm. by Australia Council for the Arts. Rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And stay caffeinated.